0: another edition of the Cajun Conservative. All I got to say about this week, it was up and down, going all the way around. I seen the Constitution upheld multiple times, but also figuratively torn up, thrown on the ground, and stepped on Just not by the Democrat Party, but by the Republican Party. Makes me sick. Glad to be with you again once this week, you know. Last week, me and Barry was on this podcast and he was talking about going to Washington. We were talking about things that that we thought would happen we gave a prediction no we did not say Trump was going to win because Mike Pence stood the ground and Mike Pence did we nine out of 10 we thought hey this ain't going to go nowhere but we the concert, the the electoral college would be challenged by great brave men and women of these this this, this the this republic that we have you know Men and women stand up and that finally the truth will be told of voter irregularities. I'm gonna say it like that because you don't know what. But just this week, that this last week, we just had, like I said, some things I was very proud of in this nation. I'm gonna break down a little bit. But folks, this nation is about to change. This nation is about to be, is going to have possibly the two worst years of his history. And I'm going to be honest with you, I went on my Facebook and my Twitter, and (laughs) I'm waiting to get Parler back because big tech has pushed their way in to get rid of Parler. But I went ahead and advertised that this is probably going to be the most important episode of the Cajun Conservatives' history. Because this week, we have not just seen great acts of our Constitution, but we have seen the Constitution, as I said, figuratively ripped up, spit on, and stepped on. Because nothing, half of the stuff that went on last week was not constitutional. And I'm, I will bring up the riot on Capitol Hill. I'm going to bring up the Georgia Senate race. I'm going to bring up, I'm going to name names tonight, folks, of Republicans that was saying we're going to go ahead and we're going to stop and we're going to object the Electoral College. We even had our own vice president the Monday, uh, the Tuesday before the 6th which was the fifth, say, Congress will be heard. We will have the arguments. I have concerns about voter irregularities. You know what this man did? I'm going to explain all that, but he he went ahead. I'm a ceremonial of part of all this. And I'm going to start from the beginning. And look, I'm going to give you something right here. I if I had um someone ask me, are you gonna make an emergency episode because of everything that's going on with the riots, with the, the electoral college, with and I, I I bluntly said no. Now you as an audience might be asking, well, why why didn't you feel obligated to go ahead and do it? Because if I would have went ahead and did an episode without clearly thinking all this out, I would have said something. That was that was not professional or I would have said something that that I would soon regret and I would have had to come apologize. So to give you my clear view of thought on this issue well these issues that happened last week, I had to have a clear thought process. I had to make sure that my opinions and what I was gonna say about this country was accurate and that I wouldn't say something bloody stupid on this podcast. Because I love my audience enough to tell them the truth, but I don't want to be incorrect or you know mess up my words or you know, this is something that that would hurt my audience. Starting back on Tuesday night, now this Georgia Senate race was huge. Was huge. It the whole country was in the great state of Georgia. But that Senate race was a repeat of November 3rd. I can hear my left friends right now if they're listening to this podcast. Oh, here he goes. He's going to talk about them stealing the votes and them that Georgia was. Georgia's a Republican state. How dare you go against the great state of Georgia? That's a secretary of state and a governor that's a Republican. Well, I call them, I don't, They call. they're rhinos. I don't even know why they're called Republicans. Look, because you believe in pro-life and because you believe in less te- taxes, don't make you a Republican. It's what you stand for about truth, liberty, and the way of happiness and upholding the law. These two individuals in Georgia, the Secretary of State and the governor, did not hold up the law. They broke laws to get the melon ballots in. Which would have been heard on November uh January sixth, but we had some i'm gonna say it some idiots run up on Capitol Hill and try to interrupt the constitutional process and it hurt look it did hurt none of the facts were brought out, and they they shut out majority of the conservatives that did object to the electoral college but back on to Tuesday all day going through you know I'm hearing analysis, I'm hearing on that. And look, folks, to be honest with you, I didn't think they were going to win. I told one of my friends off air, I said, listen, if the Republicans win, I'm going to be surprised. Because if they could steal a presidential election like they did with Fulton County, I'm sorry, they can do it again. And guess what? Watching it on, I suppose closed, closed at 7 o'clock over there, it was 6 o'clock here. The Democrats jumped up to a big lead. And I'm hearing everybody, well, the Republicans were leading. No, the Republicans were not leading first. I watched it. Democrats were leading big because Fulton County was one of the first to go ahead and give their numbers. I'm thinking, gonna myself, well, Fulton County gave it first? Let's see how the night goes out. I went to bed at 9 o'clock. And the Republicans were winning. Not big, but were winning at least by two points in each of the, the races. And I I thought to myself, well, look, the way he's looking right now, I don't think Kelly is going to win. I think Warnock was going to beat her. I said, but for sure, David Perdue. Ossoff is about 2% behind. Kelly Leffler was about percent, percent and a half, give or take. I said, ah, I think he's going to go to Warnock, but Perdue's probably going to win. Go to bed. Well, guess what? I wake up in the morning, look at the news, and guess what? Kelly Leffler conceded to Warnock. No big shock there. I even said that. But then Purdue was in a tight race, but he was losing. I'm thinking to myself, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Something happened here." And guess what happened? Dude, look, November third replayed. Just so happened it was one state, and it was a little quicker this time. And we all said that the Democrats did it on election night. They had a lot of blunders. They had a lot of, a lot of mistakes. But if they did it again, fine tooth comb, yes sir. Guess what the guess what happened to the Republicans? winning until about 1130 at our time here in Louisiana. The county next to Fulton County. Hey, y'all, we need to stop counting. We're going to start counting at 8 a.m. It's funny how they lie like that, too. You know, even the election, we're going to start counting tomorrow at 8 o'clock. And around 3 4 o'clock in the morning, they start recounting, and there's a big Democrat dump for the Democrat candidate. Somebody asked a question the other day. Why all these spontaneous, you know, all these stopping votes, these, you know, sudden stop of counting always benefits the Democrats. And I can hear my look and I'm saying this for a reason because look, there was a constitutional process, but people went vote. That's constitutional. Go vote, go do, but this stealing and this stopping of votes and these changing of a, a, well, how's that not constitutional accounting? Well, when you have to change laws that's supposed to go to the state legislators and it doesn't happen, that's unconstitutional. That's what the whole Texas lawsuit was set on. That the state of Pennsylvania and these other states did not follow their own state constitution. And it's funny how the Supreme Court, they don't have standing. Didn't listen to none of the merits. And look, I have friends. I have friends on Facebook that I've been debating this whole week. One of them told me that, oh, 80 cases and the cases went up all of a sudden. But 80 cases, 80 cases were thrown out of the court. I said it didn't even make it to the court. The judge looked at the file. It said Trump versus whoever, whatever state or whatever person. They said, no, we're not going to hear it. And they put it down. And when they asked why, they don't have standing. didn't look at nothing. But Georgia did that. That's unconstitutional. So going into Wednesday and hearing about it, we had a friend, Barry Martin. I didn't get a chance to, to, to schedule him on. We were supposed to have him on and stuff like that. And I just never got back with him. But he went there and I did talk to him after because I was worried about him with his mob. And he said, look, we're all fine. So he's all good. He's back home. But you go into the six and you're you're expecting Mike Pence to do his job. Now look, the whole look, there were two things I want to tell you. Protesting is constitutional. Peaceful protest, I'm gonna say that. And what was going on in Congress was constitutional. The counting of the electoral votes is constitutional. But this is why I say and that the whole constitutional process is like the constitution just got ripped up and thrown out because Mike Pence on the article two of the constitution and amendment 12 has the right to send states back for clarification. Also there was dueling electors, but Mike Pence didn't acknowledge the dueling of the of the electors. He just threw them out. He also sent a letter saying I'm a ceremonial ceremonial figure in this process. But it's funny how Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers, and one that wrote the docu- the Declaration of Independence, when he was running, decided uh, the presidential election for him because the Senate President, folks, is not ceremonial. Uh, oh, I've been saying that all night. Um, <laughs> ceremonial. ceremonial, thank you, LB. Ceremonial. It was. It. It's more than that. He has a lot of power but he chose to hand it off to somebody else and him be ceremonial you know i'm 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 just here for show this is a tradition and, I, and look mike pence failed the country in my opinion also i believe mike pence lied to donald trump because he was telling donald trump i'll do whatever it takes i'll do whatever it takes and in the last minute he caved like a lot of other republicans now this is my theory on the on the riot that happened because right after he did that the riots happened. Now, look, I do not believe it was Trump supporters. I believe it was Antifa mixed in that caused trouble. And the only down, the only other theory I could have, if it was Trump supporters, they heard what Mike Pence did and run the ran up to the Capitol. But it was not all of them. Ninety nine point ninety nine percent of them people were Peaceful. A couple of idiots ran up on Capitol Hill, stopped the process, and helped the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans. How? Let me explain. The Republican Party, the one thing that Mike Pence did keep his promise on, he he went ahead and took the the challenging votes. He did. While they were into the argument of Arizona, all of a sudden this riot happened out of the blue. And they were all scared for their life and dunked down. And Nancy Pelosi went on 60 Minutes and, and and act like she was a big hero because she's trying to impeach the president. But these people interrupted. And guess what? Later that night, in the dark of night, which I still I believe this was all planned out, where everybody was sleeping, no evidence could be brought forth, but no evidence were brought forth because all they were talking about was the riot. And it was a shame. You know, the Democrats did not have no argument. Before that riot, it's kind of ironic, ain't it? It's kind of coincident, isn't it? That they didn't have no argument. They were just say, y'all stopping democracy, y'all stopping democracy. Y'all stopping our dem- uh, democracy. But it's funny how they did it in 04, and they also did it in 16, and they also did it in 2000, and it was all patriotic. If you go back and watch news footage of the Democrats objecting to Electoral College Every a news anchor, this is a great, great constitutional day. We're seeing the Constitution play out. But when the Republicans say they do, it's against the democracy. It's not de- uh, democratic. You're stopping the democracy. It's funny when they do some. Folks, and look, that's why I say some of the things of the Constitution was brought out. It was amazing to see the process for that. Until that riot in Washington. Look, I already said, I do not condone it, but if you can condone, if I don't condone the rioting on the Capitol, but if you're a left wing nut and you think that it's okay for Altifa and BLM to go riot cities and burn down cities and not condemn them, you're hypocritical. You're a hypocrite. I'm going to just say it like that. You're a hypocrite because you, can condone the burning of buildings and burning of our national capital. But when Trump supporters or whoever it was run to the Capitol and threaten it, and y'all call that, a, y'all call that they committing treason. I, I scratched my head. But a lot of my friends on the left will tell me well, they had the BLM had a, um, a, a legit reason for running. Really? Really? I'm sorry. There is no legit reason. There's legit reasons for protesting that happened on the six, which look, I'm going to quote Barry a lot on this. Cause he went and he told me a little bit and we messaged a little bit on that. It was mostly peaceful. They had people singing in the street and look, every person that I heard that went there, said that it was peaceful. Moon Gaffron on the Moon Gaffron show went ahead and interviewed a person and she said the same thing. It was peaceful. But look, folks, this is where we're in trouble. That Georgia Senate race was just the start of something bad happening that week. Where the Democrats, I believe, stole the election again by stopping and finding votes for these two socialist communists uh senators to be senators elect and it carried on to the next day with this ride. Now look they did they did uh certify Biden. We all knew that. Someone that went there, Barry Martin told me, he said, we're not going over there because we think we're gonna change something. We're going over there and let our voices be heard. And it's sad, folks. It is sad. But listen to this. The, I believe, like I said, I, I, with all my heart, I believe there was infantry. Uh, the, the Altifa went ahead and mixed in with the crowd and said, "Let's do, look. There's video evidence of police opening up the barricades. DC police. Now, if they're trying to protect these senators and congressmen, why do it open up the barricades? It was something planned. Something was planned, and it's just the start of something happening. The Democrats think they have power, and but after the break, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm going to tell you why I think America's about to change from these two events. As we go into our break right now, we, I'm, when I get back, we're going to go ahead and discuss big tech media and uh, all these left wing nuts media trying to shut down conservatives. I'll be right back. When you touch me with your hand, you made me understand, hold on to the light. Oh, yes. Holding on to the light. Who is that light? Jesus Christ. I want to thank my uncle, Eric Hayes, for his contribution to this podcast, for letting me use that song. You can go ahead and listen to his album, He's Mine, on Spotify. Just type of Eric Hayes, He's Mine, on Spotify. Uh, Some great music right there. All right, guys, as I come back from this break, I had to take a break. I had to get some water and stuff, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you. How many of y'all would vote? Let's just say say this. How many of y'all would vote for Nancy Pelosi? Over the guy with the headpiece. I'm just I'm just asking, you know, hey, he was sitting in that spot. You know, if America had a choice <laughs> I'm surprised it wouldn't surprise me if he would win. I'm just saying. But look what happened at the Capitol, like I said, I I fully could I fully condemn that. I do not condone that whatsoever. But that right there, my my friends, led to something that happened Thursday, Friday into this into this week to where I feel conservatives are being quiet. And they're not being on they're not being quiet by choice. They're being forced to be quiet. Cause after look, and this is where I came to the point. And look, America's changing. Because Chuck Schumer said it the best way. We win Georgia then we change america. Yes folks, change is coming and look, they are already showing what they're going to do. Because I just told you, I just laid out all the what happened this week at, on the on Tuesday and on Wednesday. It's funny though how the day after they're banning Trump, they're banning Uh, Michael Flynn, Sidney Powell, and a lot of other known conservatives are being censored. That's not censored, but banned from Facebook, from Twitter, and other big tech. Poor Trump. They're trying to shut up Trump so much that they're trying to impeach him again. Folks, this is not America. This is the start of the Democrats showing their muscles. And I told people that. When the Democrats take full control. They're going to tell the Republicans it's our way or the highway for y'all. It's funny how four years ago when Paul Ryan, the rhino, the chief rhinos of the rhinos, said when they won the House, we got to work with the Democrats. And the Democrats were all on TV, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and all of them were saying, oh, they got to work with us. You know, they can't get nothing done unless they work with us. It's funny how when the Democrats in the minority, we have to compromise, and we got to go ahead and listen to their views. But it's funny now that the Democrats are in power, they're telling the Republicans, "Hey, later, we're going to do what we want to do." It's funny, look, they're doing that. Now look, I'm sorry. These people that are on the left and have this Democrat Democratic way of thinking how Trump incited violence. Yes, folks, Trump told his supporters run to the Capitol and go and tear that place down and stop the Electoral College vote process. Now, I don't know about you, LB, but did you hear the president say that? Hey, anybody know what he said? Anybody know? If you go listen to the speech, Trump told him, y'all go to the wall, y'all march to the Capitol. He did say that. And he said, y'all go protest peacefully. He told him peacefully. And when he made a video condemning the violence, Facebook, Twitter, and all other the outlets except Parler deleted it. What? No, they they banned him for inciting violence. No, they banned Trump for saying, Hey, y'all stop, y'all go home. I don't like what's going on, but y'all stop, go home, stop the violence. Now I don't know about you, but that's kinda that's not a call for violence. That's a call to stop. Oh, you know what's not a call for violence? Dictators that are on Twitter talking about hurting their people. or About hurting America. That's not inciting violence, folks. But a president is saying, stop, go home. Stop, look, stop this, this, this violence. Stop this rioting. The Twitter, the Twitter uh, fact checkers and the Facebook uh, block people, whatever you want to call them go ahead and say hey you know that's inciting violence him asking them to stop we need to go ahead and delete his page no folks that is not that was the excuse they used but this is this is attacking your First Amendment right what gives Facebook and Twitter now nah, look don't get me wrong don't get me wrong if you're putting posts about hurting somebody or hurting elected officials, yes, that post needs to come down. Yes, because that is inside and, by, and you're saying you're going to hurt somebody. That post should come down. But come on, a president of the United States, his official governor government page is taken down. They ban it. Now, what gives, that's what I would ask. Who gives Facebook and Twitter and all these big tech medias Platforms the right to decide who to pull down. Come on. It's funny how they're not pulling down um uh AOC. It's funny how they're not pulling her down. She told that she told them riders, hey, back when BLM was marching and the protesters of Altifa was telling them, Hey, go burn down them buildings, hey, go incite violence. Or Andrew Cuomo that says it's constitutional for these these protesters to be violent because you got to leave a lasting remark. Really? How? Why Andrew Cuomo or all these people on the left being banned? Because they incited riots. But no, I forgot, folks. I'm sorry. I forgot. Twitter and Facebook believes that way. See, it's not about Violence. It's about the way they're thinking. They are liberals. They agree with the burning down of buildings for, uh, how they say social justice. I'm gonna bring a little bit of history to you. You know who's the? You know what? What political party freed the slaves? And they voted overwhelmingly to ban slavery. Now, of course, if you're uninformed. Listener, you're screaming at the top of your lungs, the Democrat Party, because the Democrat Party was the one to to help the the African-Americans and to help the minorities in this country. Yes, folks, the Democrats. It was the Republican Party under Abraham Lincoln. Every single Republican wanted to free the slaves. Every single Democrat didn't. Wow, things change, huh? I'm going to throw another shock at you, folks. Martin Luther King, you know who he was supported by? Uninformed listener or whoever, your voter, whatever, will say the same thing. Oh, yes, the Democrat Party, they stood by Martin Luther King and the social acts. No, it was the Republican Party. The Republican Party didn't want the African Americans to be surrogated. They wanted them to be mixed in. You know, everybody want to go ahead and quote Martin Luther King, I have a dream that all men are created equal. But, you know, they don't read none of the other speech. Cause he was talking about unity, not like our current president-elect. How he calls for unity, and on the other side of his mouth, he's talking about impeaching the president. Because when they asked him, oh, what do you think about the impeachment going on? All he would say is every every president should not be you know, they, they need to go ahead and follow the law. They're not above the law. Really? Resign, Biden? Because you and your son took money from China and you and your son went ahead and did a uh, pick. Oh. I can't, I, man. I whew, can't talk right now. I'm sorry. But they went ahead and did crimes. If no president is above the law, then Biden should resign because he went ahead. And mixed in with China and got rich for it. This censorship, and look, I am, I'm gonna be honest with you folks. This is scary because I am on Apple and I am on Google and I am on Spotify. But this is ridiculous of the censorship of the American people of the American conservative, the ones that want to go ahead and get voiced there. So this is how Facebook is telling their listeners and their audience to their platform. If you think like us, you got the freedom of speech, but if you disagree with us, we're going to shut you up. And I'm going to go ahead and quote Graham Allen. Facebook said a while back, look, if y'all don't like Facebook and y'all don't like Twitter, go somewhere else. Well somebody had the 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 thought process and the idea of saying look I'm going to make my own social media platform. And Parlor was invented. But because Parlor don't censor people. Apple said they was taking them off. Google took them off. And Amazon where they host their website stopped them. Now I heard today that Parlor is suing these three companies. Because they went ahead and did not take them off the platforms because of violence, they did it because it was political. Now look, I'm going to say this about parlor. I did read some tweets, some uh, some uh, some posters on Parlor that should have been censored or should have been pulled down because it did people saying how they were going to hurt the vice president and stuff. Come on, people, we're supposed to be the party of right and wrong. And you're going to go ahead on a media platform. I would have never thought about doing that. But some people went ahead and did and I, That's the part I say. But they want Parler to restrict everything you say. They want, to, they want them to be like Twitter and Facebook. Now, in my opinion, Twitter and Facebook made a very big mistake because Parler went on its number one app on the Apple Store, the number one app on the Google Play Store. It was about competition as well, but they're, they're trying to shut up the conservatives and the conservative platforms. Listen folks, podcasting is good and we have a lot of people that listen to podcasts, but it would not surprise me if these, the pot, Apple, Google and Spotify and other places would try to start taking off conservative programming. Now, look, I'm going to be honest with you. This is not, look, and as a podcast, a conservative podcaster, and voice my opinion, we need to wake up. Because this nation is turning under the democratic rule. America is about to change. And after this next break, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and bring up why I think this nation is going to change and our only hope for this nation. I'll be right back. He paid it all. He paid it all for me. Yes, folks, he paid it all, which I'm about to go ahead and they talk about. Nails. Again, I want to thank uh, this time Lanny Hayes for allowing me to use his song, Paid It All, from his first album back in the day. You can go ahead and find his album if you Google Holy Ghost Fire, Lanny Hayes. And you're also the pastor of Coda Holmes Fellowship Church. If you want to have any have any questions about that, go ahead and look them up. Coda Holmes Fellowship on Facebook. You can find their service times and everything right there. All right, folks. I just talked about the censorship, and um, my my producer LB gave me a good point that I think should be used here. Do you remember when Trump said, "Hey, I want to ban TikTok because TikTok is a Chinese-based organization or a company," and there was rumors going around TikTok. Now, me personally, I never I never have t- I never had TikTok. Now look, I, I heard a few people that made five million some dollars on it. I should have went to TikTok. Maybe I could have went viral, and hey, I could have been having a lot of money. But there's some people that made money. But Trump wanted to stop TikTok. You heard the left get their costumes on a bunch. They were they were fit to be tied. You can't ban TikTok. That's freedom of the speech. That's this and this, and they made all kind of excuses. And you know what TikTok's still there, but it's funny. parlor within a three-day span, is gone. And they're not gone; they're still there, but that you can't get to it. They don't have a hosting. They, nobody wants to host them, folks. This is this is hypocrisy at its best. Now I'm gonna go ahead and talk to you a little bit. As you see the title of this episode, America is about to change. And it's not for the best. The Democrat Party is coming after our rights. And look, this last week should have shown you something. Especially last Friday when Nancy Pelosi said we're going to impeach them if Pence don't go ahead and invoke the 25th Amendment. Oh, Joe Biden is not even the president yet, but she's telling Mike Pence, you better do what we want you to do or there will be consequences. Biden is not even the president of this United States yet, and I dread uh, January 20th, because we're going to swear in a man that won this by fraudulent votes one is by crooked votes one is by 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 basically cheating this election was the most fraud election and i'm gonna i laughed the other day i heard Mitch mcconnell say this oh well you know our constitutional right really you're talking about doing something constitutional and you're breaking the constitution Folks, America is in trouble. And you know what's sad? We don't have Republicans that's going to fight. Ben Sass, Mitch McConnell, Kelly Leffler, all these people that are in this. Well, Kelly Leffler is about to leave, but all these spineless Republicans that went ahead and said, we support Trump, Mitch McConnell, Bill Cassidy, and all these other people to use Trump to win, and when Trump needed him the most to be constitutional. They lost their spine. And look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a number right now. There was 13 Republicans that said, we're going object to object to the election. And when that riot, mob, whatever you want to call it, rushed the Capitol and ran in there and breached it, it's funny how six Republicans went ahead and said, oh, because of the violence, we're not going to go ahead and object to the vote. They needed an excuse. And that was the perfect excuse to get out of that. They, they weren't like Kelly Loeffler. Kelly Loeffler wasn't going to object to that. She used that to get out of her. Get out of her pickle that she was in because she thought she can get more votes. The Republican Party is spineless and it will not stand up to the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is anti-God and anti-freedoms. Folks, these next two years is going to be Critical. And it's gonna it's going to hurt us as a nation. But I'm gonna go ahead and please plead with you with something. Yesterday we had a church service at our home at my home church in Bro Bridge, Louisiana. And the spirit of God fell. I was weeping and praying. And I felt the Lord go ahead and tell me, You need to bring some hope to this nation. I am a conservative. And I, I it's hard to brag about that, but I, I am a registered Republican, which I'm considering on going in a no party. Because the reason I went Republican was because it was closer to my values. But unfortunately, the Republican Party is not is not what it used to be. But in prayer yesterday I felt the Lord tell me, give him some hope. Listen, folks, I'm not, I'm not Republican first, then Christian second. I'm Christian first. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and then I go ahead and look to my political views. And even for that, if you go ahead and ask me, what's the most important thing in life that I tell you, God and the Lord Jesus Christ? And then you ask, well, what's your second thing? I say, my family. This is what made America great. We served God and we helped we honored the family we We believed in family values, but unfortunately, America has lost all sense of morality and all sense of values. Listen, folks, the Democrat Party that's common endorses abortions where they look sixty one million babies. Since the time the law has been passed. 61 million just in this nation. Don't you think God is angry with this nation? The shedding of innocent blood. Look, there is hope in America. There is hope. Because of one thing, and that is the biblical believing Christian. This, this nation was built upon biblical principles. Were all the founding fathers saved? No. Were all of them godly men? No. But they still had a reverence and a fear for the word of God. What's sad is that you don't have that in this nation today. And that's why I tell you at the end of every program, I do not put my faith and trust in a politician because look, if anything you was proven in this whole process is that men and women are going to fail you. 92 to six was the Senate vote for accepting the rejection of the electoral college of Arizona and Pennsylvania. One was 91 to seven. I think Pennsylvania was. So seven Republican senators said, hey, you know what What we're going to do? We're going to stand up for what's right. But 91 to 92 Republicans said no. If you thought that the Republican Party, what was going to do was right and constitutional, this proves it wasn't. Only a hundred and some congressmen and women voted against accepting the electoral vote for Joe Biden in Pennsylvania and Arizona. Only a hundred and some, I think 130 was the count. Where was the other Republicans in bed with the Democrats? So if you're putting your faith and trust in Republicans to fix this nonsense that has happened this, uh, this past two months going into 2021. I'm sorry to tell you, your faith is blind because not, not one of them men and women are going to change their votes. Because they're in bed with the evil one. Look, this new administration is going to change. They're going to change a lot in America. They're already planning to take away the filibuster. They're already planning to add Supreme court justice. They want to add Puerto Rico and Washington DC, which the founding fathers, that's why Washington DC was there because it was a place where it was not part of the country. It was not a state. It was just a headquarters to where the politicians went. So it would not be political. Could you imagine if Washington DC becomes a state and they get two senators or Puerto Rico Republicans will never win the Senate again, and that's what the Democrats are leading us to. They always want to call They call Trump the dictator, but this party is acting the dictator because they're censoring people, they're getting their minions to do their job, and they want to change this nation to a socialist, communist nation. And like you said, well, our whole, and I said that a while ago, two years at best. Oh, what's going to happen in two years? The midterms? Do you honestly think if the Republican Party takes over the House of Representatives, they're gonna change something? Or if they take over the House in the Senate, they're really gonna change something? My friend, if you have hope in the Republican Party, I'm sorry. Your hope is blind. Now they might they might say, well we might have to start listening to the American people. There is hope of that, but I don't I don't trust them goes to my point this is the reason of hope you cannot trust the Repu- you cannot trust the republicans you cannot trust the democrats but if you put your faith and trust in the lord jesus christ and ask him to be your ask him to be your lord and savior you got the, the that's the hope that's beyond hope that's the blessed assurance jesus christ is king jesus christ is lord and it don't matter what happens Jesus is still on the throne. This nation is going to change. There's no doubt in my mind. But I'm going to quote my good friend Asher Webster. He said, America won't survive without Christianity, but Christianity will survive without America. Christianity is the only thing holding this nation in place. Christianity and Christ is, look, I'm hearing people, is this going to be the start? Is God taking his hands? I don't know what God has in store. I said on our sister podcast, brothers just searching, that I don't know why God sets up kings the way, or what happens. I don't know what God's plan is, but guess what? He sets up kings. And my pastor reminded us this weekend, he holds the heart of a king as a man holds his hand to the water. If you run water in your sink and you put your hand a certain way, the water's gonna turn. If you turn your hand, it's gonna follow your hand. God is still in control. Now, does that mean for me to tell you, hey, sit down and not be politically inclined? No. Because you can't put you can't just put faith in politics on the side. As I told you, the reason that I am Pro-life And I believe the way I do politically Is because of my bili- my biblical view And Jesus Christ is king And look I'm, That's my Look if you go If you listen to this whole episode And don't get nothing Get this from this Jesus Christ Is the only hope That you have And I'm going to ask my friends and family That listen to this podcast Pray Seek the Lord Ask him for guidance asking for wisdom and asking for understanding it's about to be a bumpy road we don't know what the Democrats are going to do they're coming after our rights and this week shows with the censorship and them trying to impeach President Trump before he's even out shows us that they're showing their hand they're in power But guess what? My God is still on the throne. My king is still reigning. And not one thing the Democrat Party can do can overthrow him. I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservatives. Please remember to subscribe and follow and share this podcast with all your friends, family, and anyone else you might think of. You have a good week. I'll see you next time.